plus two. Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 391, May 29th, 2020. And it was 94 degrees on this day on two occasions, 2006, 2018. The kids would have been swimming. And if you own a lake home or you have a pond on your property, you would have been wise to contact Aquaside because they've been helping people maintain great lake shores for more than 60 years with a complete line of lake and pond control products that take care of everything from weeds to algae. Aquaside products are easy to use. They begin working right away. They're registered with both the EPA and DNR, and they're safe for you, the fish, and your family. There is no need, no need to let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. Call Aquaside. They'll help you identify your weed problem and make sure your place looks great all summer long. You can call them at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. Check out the Aquaside pellets. They're the top seller. They're as classic as that old Chris Craft on a lift down the shore from your place. And uh, in 1965, which is a very strange weather spring with the flooding and the last traces of snow and what have you, it was as chilly as 33 degrees on this day in 1965. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. From a uh, very reliable source, welcome to Minneapolis. Predator drone number CPB-104 circling over Minneapolis at 20,000 feet. It took off from Grand Forks Air Force Base. Mm -hmm. So we are uh, under some serious surveillance from drone, predator drone. I don't know if that'll help. Boy, I think we... uh, Well, I don't even know where to start. I'm going to start with the headline in today's Star Tribune. A state of agony. B as in B, S as in S. And the main picture is a relatively peaceful-looking crowd scene holding up their signs about Black Lives Matter and demanding justice and what have you. The town burned down last night. It's a state of anarchy. And the people uh, respectfully mourning the loss of George Floyd are being used. Yes, they are. They're being used by this anarchist crowd that is destroying the stores where these people must shop. And they're looting and burning, and there's nothing agonizing about these people. These are people who are taking advantage of this situation to completely destroy destroy the city. Now, I have a email from a uh, Minneapolis police officer. I have no reason to believe that he's not. He provides his name. his name. He provides Don't his name. I, I'm not going to. Thank you. Hail you, Mayor. Hail. 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 What the hell? Hail. Mayor yeah. Fry, the city council, and the Minneapolis Police Chief's administration has lied to the citizens of Minneapolis and the state. Mayor Fry had planned to allow the protesters to take over the 3rd Precinct since the evening of Wednesday, May 27. 
Officers were informed to remove all equipment and personal items from their lockers and offices. Since then, officers have removed all of their property from the precincts because they believe their workplace will be next. Their plan was to allow them to take the precinct because that was what the protesters wanted, and their thinking was if they allowed them to have it, they would stop protesting and be done. As if they were thinking the protesters would say to themselves while watching it burn, well, we did what we came here to do. It looks like we should go home now. If you watch the link I have attached at the bottom, I did, you will see that all items that were able to be removed prior to Thursday night were removed. In the video, you see walls empty, office equipment, and computers are nowhere to be found. When the whole Twin Cities was ablaze last night was not just something that occurred. Allowing this to happen dates back years when Bicycle Betsy ran the city. She allowed people to demonstrate and protest without any pre-approval or any permits. She allowed them to block streets and light rail with no repercussions. Protesters have since been allowed at any time or day to just walk around, mostly in downtown, and have the police escort them, not having any care for anyone else's workday or travel to downtown events. It all falls back on the old saying, give them an inch and they will take a mile. P.S. Do you think Reavers can go without a Grunhofer's meatloaf for at least a week or so, <laughs> nope. so some of us coppers can get some? I'm Love the podcast. You guys do a fantastic job most of the time. Sincerely, a <laughs> Minneapolis police officer well that's an amazing letter and it confirms what we've been thinking all along and let me address the most glaring issue yes i will go a week without a meatloaf from I don't know I, we don't know that <laughs> there uh, there was a uh, email last night who's lou uh, lou is it ragus from yeah lou, 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 lou regras who said the same thing. He said uh, officers had told him, uh, and in fact, officers were standing outside yesterday taking pictures of the place as if, you know, this will no longer be here. This and is where it worked. I want pictures. Uh, that was also addressed. Did you guys watch a press conference in the yes. past hour? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. There also. And I was going to say, it was addressed last night, and the mayor was busted in his own lies mm-hmm. at about 1 a.m. when... He finally drug his ass out in front of the cameras. Let's uh, play the most pertinent pertinent uh, portion of Fry's <clears throat> press conference last night, early in the morning. Uh, Reavers, I believe you have that ready to go. I do. Give me. Just uh, got the email. It looks like. Here we Sounds go. like. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm still not following. the 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 decision comes down to public safety. Period. I'm going to take one more question. Yep. So what do you? Tell the public in that community that doesn't have that precinct that to work from to help protect the other homes or other businesses. The, the, the resources that we will offer to the people of the third precinct will continue, period. The building is just bricks and mortar. It's a building. What if it does get worse? You talked about the community needs to help, but what if they don't? What is that plan? What's the plan? Uh, I've been in touch with Governor Walls at the state. Uh, again, uh, I, uh, we have expressed the need for resources. We are appreciative already of the assistance that we've gotten in the form of, of state patrols. And as you know, we've requested the National Guard as well. Uh, and you know, we anticipate that those uh, resources will be increasing as well. Mr. Mayor, everybody, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. In other words, there is no plan. There is no plan, Joe. Right. There is no. absolutely no, no plan. Wow. A couple, uh, couple of observations from the Garage Logic Service Road of Life. Uh, Fry, Walls, Carter, the two city councils, uh, 
They're all of the same singular mind that an expanded government is what they most cherish. They, they don't mind seeing it enlarge at all because, again, they're most comfortable in the salon deciding how you should behave, except if you riot. They don't seem to care if you misbehave. There is no plan with a government this large. The one time you need them, you need them last night, and they were a complete disappearance. Fry disappeared, Carter disappeared, and Walls disappeared. And no offense to the people who serve in the state patrol, but all I saw them do at about 5 o'clock this morning was arrest a CNN crew while the CNN crew was live on television. You don't think CNN has had a field day with that? No kidding. In the meantime, people are walking around stealing flat-screen TVs. There's no arrest. They arrest a CNN crew. Put them in handcuffs. Uh, Omar Jimenez, he's a black guy. He was polite. He was civil. Uh... They wouldn't even tell him why he was being arrested. Then apparently Zucker, the head of CNN, called Walls and got through to him, and Walls immediately uh, ordered that they be unhandcuffed and released. So that incident didn't last long, but it was preposterous. It, it was The other thing you learned today watching the governor's press conference is it was extremely similar to watching all of the briefings about the coronavirus. There's four or five leaders of various agencies who you hand the microphone to, and they tell their version of the story, and then that person hands the microphone to Harrington from Public Safety, and Harrington goes to the head of the National Guard, and the National Guard goes to the Attorney General, and the Attorney General goes back to the Governor. None of them have a plan, except apparently tonight we are to believe that the National Guard will be deployed, unlike last night. The uh, governor did say toward the end, by two this afternoon, they hope to have a plan that they will tell us all about. Oh, a plan. good. Yeah. Well, it's only, so, you know, it's only Friday. For, for this evening. For this oh, evening. good. And, and did you hear the adjutant general from the National Guard? I mean, mm-hmm. he basically said, we, we came here trying to do something, but nobody would give us a mission or right. any direction, and right. he can't do anything. On his no, own. he just can't suddenly start marching down Lake Street, <laughs> yeah, taking exactly. the law into his own hands. Although he, he probably should have. Right? Well, he had to, yeah, he, had, he, yeah he, he received no instructions. Oh, it's unbelievable. But it's not, John. I mean, I'm not, I'm not yeah, ripping yeah. what you're saying, no. but it's not unbelievable. No. I was in a heated text discussion with a very leftist friend of mine last night, I think I know and I is. said, this is exactly what you get for continuing to vote for the same party over and over again. It's your fault. Right. <laughs> not, only did they, Go ahead, not only did they fail us last night, but it's been years and years and years of failure that led up to last night yeah well as the cop noted in his mind at least goes back to bicycle betsy uh mayor i'd like to hear your thoughts on mayor fry uh, his disposition or maybe his attitude towards the protesters rioters anarchists that have infected south minneapolis and now the twin city seems to be just let them be let them be and let them get out their anger well, if the Minneapolis copper is correct, that's exactly what his thinking was about the third precinct building, which he just calls bricks and mortar. So maybe if they, maybe if we let them burn that down, yeah, they'll all go home and watch the Tonight Show. What, what the hell is this guy thinking? I have no idea. Is it possible, in your professional mayoral opinion, can Mayor Fry have his words used against him by the property owners? 
uh, for inciting the riots. My opinion is there should have been an effort made to keep things contained. If Ryan Walls had the National Guard called in and waiting in the wings Monday night, had the police been allowed to keep control of the rioting crowd Tuesday night, the last couple of nights wouldn't have happened to the extent that they were allowed to, simply because most of the bad guys who were inciting the property damage would have been in jail. It's a sad and disgusting thing to watch happen down there. This weekend, there are supposed to be national marches and protests. I hope beyond all hope that these don't turn ugly also. And that's from Matt. And I have uh, an interesting note from a property owner in Minneapolis who is a friend of mine. And let me get my, uh, let me get my hands on that. Uh, let me see what you're doing here. While you're uh, looking for that, Joe, the... Uh Speedway on Grand Avenue and Cleveland uh, was roughed up quite a bit. Okay, hang on a second. Oh, okay, hang on a second. Up. I'm getting I'm getting information. Just a minute. I'm going to disconnect. All right, you guys okay. talk. I'll and be I'm right also going to report. Uh, Eric Rasmussen from KSTP just sent out a photo 27 minutes ago. It's already started, boys. A new fire at the High Lake Shopping Center in South Minneapolis. Fire department is currently on the scene. They can't even wait till oh, noon. That's. Uh... That's uh, that's extremely close to me, fellas. Jeez, my house smells like a burning barrel last night, and there were shots nonstop between me and Lake Street and south of me too, all over. So you're saying this every single a- oh, go ahead, sorry. Every single Walgreens in town has been hit. I just drove by yeah. the Walgreens on Hiawatha and 46th Street. Uh, bullet holes in the drive-through window. The door, uh, the doors were blasted out, and people at ten thirty in the morning were walking out of that Walgreens with products. Boys, thirty in the morning. Joe, you should, you should hear what we just said. Uh, uh, repeat it and then get ready for what I'm about to tell you. It's uh, already started. Twenty now, twenty-eight minutes ago. Eric Rasmussen from KSDP sent out a photo. The uh, High Lake Shopping Center in South Minneapolis is now on fire. Okay, I'm learning, and I can't tell you from whom, uh, that the guard better be ready tonight. Let's put it that way. Oh, Jesus. The guard better be ready tonight, and they should be strategically located. Uh, I would start with a strategic location of guard units all up and down Lake Street from Lake Calhoun to St. Paul. Uh, This is a trusted source. I'm not allowed to tell you what I've learned. But read between my lines. Read between my lines when I say to you, uh, the National Guard better be on duty and in place, uh, beginning shortly. Yes, Ken. I, I want to say something regarding that, and this is where GLers figure in. And GLers, especially if you live in the metro, you need to call your neighbors and tell everybody this because it really makes a difference. If you see something, even if you think, "Huh." What's that all about? Call it in. Because last night on the scanner, we had instances where citizens were calling in. And and the big one was up in Roseville, a motel. uh, Well, I won't even name the motel, but five guys uh, armed with uh, ARs and other long guns were seen leaving their hotel room, getting in a car with Texas plates and driving towards downtown. All of law authorities knew, uh, knew about this, and they were watching it and waiting for them. But it came from citizens. So we all need to, even though we've all lost confidence in everybody that's supposed to watch over us, we need to be calling dis- uh, calling 911 
telling dispatch what we saw because it could make a huge difference. Because we don't have enough anarchists here, uh, what I'm what I've been told is that we can anticipate some who are not from here. Well, we've already and seen that's, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, it, that's what I was going to say, Chris. Last night, that's what we saw. We saw anarchists and looters posing as peaceful demonstrators, and the police were separating the two. They were leaving the peaceful demonstrators, for the most part, uh, alone um, and going only after the troublemakers. Hail the flashlight king. I'm not even going to anticipate that you'll respond to me with any semblance of respect for you. I think now it should be, what the hell? (laughs) Last (laughs) night, I witnessed the storming of the Bastille as the third precinct erupted in flames. It appears that Mayor Fry has abandoned South Minneapolis to the rule of the social justice warriors. I wonder when the guillotines will come out to purge the capitalist and climate deniers. John Thorpe. Okay, I was going to tell you that I have communication from a property owner in Minneapolis, a taxpayer, and it is truly astonishing what what I've learned. Uh, this is I'm I'm being copied on the official notice he received from uh, somebody named Becky Tim with Nokomis East, uh, and he says to me. It's come to this, question mark, question mark, question mark. Just received this as a Minneapolis building owner telling me, in effect, you're on your own. We can't help if the rioters come for you. Good luck. We can only make suggestions. And he said, and you wonder why these Second Amendment people are so firm in their beliefs? I can't take it. And then he uh, copies me on this from, this is from Zoe Thiel at MinneapolisMin.gov. Two, small businesses. Businesses and commercial property owners have asked for guidance on protecting private property. Absent additional emergency orders, generally the city is not in the position to direct you what to do with your personal private property. We do have the following suggestions. Please keep yourself and your loved ones safe. Please consider taking measures to secure the property, such as removing cash drawers and boarding windows. If you choose to stay at your business or property, please avoid confrontations. Please plan a secondary exit in the event of a confrontation and leave the area. Do not engage with anyone breaking in or threatening you. Once in a location of safety, plan to connect with loved ones. Choosing to stay and defend your business property puts yourself, those you encounter, and the general public in danger. Calling 911 sometimes uh, continues to be the best way to report unlawful activity as it connects directly with dispatchers. Uh, Zoe Thiel, manager, small business team, City of Minneapolis, Department of Community Planning and Economic Development. God in heaven. Basically, my guy is right. He said, hey, you're on Uh your own. It's funny that you bring that up. What a strange coincidence. I, I've got a really good buddy that runs Flannery's uh, Auto Shop on 42nd Street and 28th Avenue South. Brian, great guy, great shop. And I stopped in to visit him this morning, and he said the same thing. I said, you need help, buddy? Call me. I'll come right over. He goes, don't bother. I can't defend my business. I can defend my house. I can mm-hmm. kill somebody in my house. Mm-hmm. I cannot defend my business. Wow. This is shocking. All right, I'll this, see you guys well, later. No, 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 no. Here, here, here's what's. Let's try and let's try and parse it. Let's try and parse it. I know nothing about Zoe Thiel, manager, small business team, city of Minneapolis. But I, for the sake of argument, I'm going to suspect. Is Zoe a female name? 
Oh, yeah. I yes. I look, so. I'm looking at her right now. She looks like she's in her 30s. I, I just for the sake of argument, I I could be wrong. I I doubt that she came to city government from a private sector business. That that's just an assumption on my part. That's probably very accurate. Okay, and if I'm wrong, I'm, I apologize. But what this says to me is, she has no knowledge of a small business. No. She has no knowledge of what it means. She has no knowledge of, of, of the fact that this provides the sole income for the proprietor of that business. Uh, it, <laughs> avoid confrontations. Like your guy, Kenny, said, Kenny, did your guy, is it, is it the law that you can't defend a business, but you can defend your house? That's what he was under the impression of. So he said, I'm not even hanging around. He says, it's not worth it. I'm fully insured. Uh, and he actually increased his insurance, and he said, I'm not even going to hang around. I might even leave town. I said, well, you know, I said, you know what? If the cops call you, here's my number. I'll come over and clean your shop out if you need me to. As I as you I know. look at this email again, it, it tells me more about expanded government. My guy, who's a business owner in, uh, in the Nokomis area, uh, my guy, he gets the email from Becky Tim, who's with something called Nokomis East. She, in turn, had received it from Zoe Thiel. So Zoe Thiel has, did not send this directly to small business owners. This probably went out to the community councils. So there could be another layer of government, and then the community council person gets that information to the small business. The, what I learned today, I, I think we said this at the beginning of the show, uh, uh, Walls appeared to be fighting for his life, didn't he? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he absolutely did. He's spreading blame around everywhere. Well, and it was a game of who can throw who under the bus. That's all but that that press conference was because today. Because the government is too big. You're seeing it with coronavirus. You're seeing it with anarchy. The government is too big. The buck doesn't stop anywhere. No firm decisions of discipline and competence are made. There's a, a, a situation has been created where if things work out for us, that's just good luck. That's just good luck. It won't be by design. If things work out for us, it won't be by design. It'll be luck. It's an astonishing, it's an astonishing thing to have realized over all these years of, of doing the show to watch this happen. You know, we sometimes we call it the mystery, and uh, other times we call it just this extraordinary expansion of government. Uh, but uh, all I got out of Walls' press conference today was he doesn't have a bleeping clue. No, none whatsoever. None. Not once did I hear a condemn. Well, there was their condemnations of behavior are extremely vague and carefully worded. Mm-hmm. Extremely vague treading and lightly. carefully worded. Yeah, treading very lightly. And I, so I never heard anyone forcefully say the behavior of these anarchists will end. It's going to end on my watch. It's going to end oh. today. Oh. You didn't hear the commissioner. Uh, Which commissioner? Harrington? John, John Harrington. Harrington. Yeah, no, John, John Harrington. Yeah. Oh, my God. He should be running this state. He well, he's is, former St. Paul police chief. He and is a garage logician. Bleeping. Yep. He is the bleeping man. He should be running this state. Did he say words to the effect oh. I just said? Oh, yeah. He, he, he laid it out, and he said, this is not going to happen again, and if I would have had the right orders, 
I would have taken care of this. And he said what we're all thinking. He said, what I saw, that officer with his knee on his neck, I know he hasn't been charged, but I witnessed a murder. He oh, I did hear him say that. He did. I did hear him he say that. He said it. Oh, my God, I love that guy. And by the way, how, how about our guy Hauser going after the gov? <laughs> we, have reached, we have reached out to Hauser. We don't know if we'll be successful. He's I think busy. he's really busy right now, but yeah. he'll always make time for us if he has it. You know who showed me something else last night? Julie Nelson. Oh, God, yes. Oh, she yeah. was great. I know. Isn't she, was she awesome? Yeah. I, had, I actually sent her a DM. Uh, Creepy. Telling her how much I... Uh, telling her how much I loved her and what What's a great a DM? job she was. Uh, yeah, exactly. What's a DM? Exactly. Wow. Direct, Direct message, message via Twitter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she really knocked it out of the park last night. She was wonderful. And again, the local television stations uh, completely failed us until nine o'clock when Channel Nine came on. Then you at least started getting coverage. CNN and Fox were providing coverage. But 4, 5, and 11, uh, I don't understand this. I don't get this. They're going to interrupt whatever they're showing to tell you it's hailing in Fulda. What, what is this? But this I is the biggest watch story. Chef, Joe. This is the biggest okay. story in the state. This is the biggest story in maybe ever in, in the in state. In the nation. In the right nation. Now. And they're not in, covering no. it. That's why I want to talk to Hauser. Do you have an idea, I, Tom, while your news directors are not covering this? I, I do have a bit of an ex, uh, explanation, and it came to me from my friends in the media who, Joe, they DM'd me yesterday because <laughs> I was preaching and bitching about this. Uh, and the excuse or the reason given, and these come from our friends, people that listen to us, they're GLers, uh, that techni- techni- technologically speaking... Technology and stuff. It's almost impossible. It's not like the old days with a satellite truck. Everything has to be done over the Internet, and it's really, really difficult. That's, well, that's what I, I was saying. <coughs> well, uh, of course, I'm not buying that. That's silly. That's utter nonsense because we continually get news footage. Uh, for last night, it would happen to be CNN uh, and, and Fox. That's oh, a preposterous and, and argument. She also said that... They do not have the capabilities that the the networks do, and that's why you're seeing networks doing live shots throughout uh, the evening, and you're not seeing them. And by the way, she is a huge GLer, and I don't see her lying to us, and we it's, all know her very well. Okay, it's not it's not that she's lying; it's it's that she's misinformed. My God, the Super Bowl coverage was just uh, just incredible. Can I say this? Yes. Uh, the BCA just took Chauvin into custody. The Bureau oh. of Criminal Apprehension just took uh, Chauvin into custody. Wow, that's about time. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go to my... Let me get back. I want to finish the point about the local television stations and technology. I'm not buying it for this reason. Imagine any big event in the Twin Cities and how it gets covered. The Super Bowl, for example, two years ago. They, they could go wall-to-wall with what was happening down on the mall and outside the building and inside the building and, and then cut to St. Paul and show you that at the same time the Winter Carnival was going on. No, whoever this is, and I think I might have a, an inkling, and we all love her dearly, but this is, that's wrong information, Kenny. This, this okay. is silly. We live in an age of more technological advance than we ever have in our lives. She's a friend of ours, and I'm prone to believe her. But I also contacted another very good friend of ours, a reporter, and uh, I, I'm very familiar with him. So here's my words to him uh, yesterday, 4.03 p.m. Why in the bleep haven't y'all been doing nonstop coverage? This is embarrassing. His response mm-hmm. to me, 
correct, dumb move. So that's an argument mm. on your side, Joe. Okay, then then I I'm going to hypothesize that there is a political sensitivity motive behind the failure to cover this. And I, I've thought about that long and deeply, and do you think it could be the way I approach suicides, people jumping off bridges? I refuse to talk about them when I see them, and I call them police incidents. Do you think they were trying to not give information to the looters, trying to protect, uh, I don't know, uh, no, something I don't. like that? No, I just think this is a failure. I just think it's a, deer, a failure of competence. A deer in the headlights failure? No, uh, where no. Oh, we've never seen this before. What what do we, you know? You saw the fear in Jacob Fry, Mayor Fry's eyes when he was, you know, called out. And ooh, it, it, this I, I don't, maybe that's part of it. They just don't know what to do or how to cover it. But you I, have I, to cover. I, no, no, no. I don't believe that. They know how to cover events. The the real blessing of television, it's almost exclusively, is the camera. Is the camera. Yeah. That's that's the tool that is most useful. Uh, and, and, Rook, don't kid yourself. If there was a blizzard, they'd be having people standing out in it trying to get blown over. True. Right? True. If there's a, or a tornado, they'll have people walking through the rubble. Uh, and uh, there is no excuse for the local news-gathering organizations to not be covering this. There is no excuse. So that means, that leaves me to... To speculate about an excuse, and mine is that they don't want to portray the black community in a bad light when they're, and it, it, which also but, they don't even realize that it's not just black people causing right, anarchy; you. it's everybody. Thank you. It's everybody. Yeah, yeah. it's equal opportunity. So, absolutely. So then that would mean they're they're walking on eggshells because they don't want to uh, what be called out as being racist. What else are we to believe? I you got the, the biggest story. You got, believe the camera. I believe the camera, because this is all raw. This is no Photoshop and file why, footage. Why do you all think the way we think? Why do you all think we believe what we believe about the killing of George Floyd? Right what there. what yep. what element right. has helped us come to our the camera? I got to see it. I didn't have to have a spun version of it. I saw it. Because I can't, and this wasn't even a television camera, obviously. This was the miracle of somebody's cell phone. And you're telling me that the uh, local stations don't have the technological ability to cover this? Absolute hogwash. Hogwash. Not that you were being misled, Kenny. I, I don't know. In the excitement well, of the moment, she, she just didn't have her act well, together. She, she's trying to defend her, her, maybe her news director. And as far as I'm concerned, it's the news directors and the people they answer to who yeah. are at fault. It's not right. the people sitting I agree. at the desk. It's not the people on the street. It's not the photogs. It's basically four people and their managers. What to, hey. But Joe, the problem I have with your theory, yeah. why would they stay on it till 3 in the morning then? Yeah. Why, why would that, they continuously a, go from because I was 10 up, to 3.30 in the morning? Yeah, I went to bed at around 2, 2.30, and they yep, were still too. going at But me weren't too. they mostly covering press conferences? No. Uh, no, no, they, they were, were covering... They well, were then... The well, well... A great question, John. I, I had it on trying to read and watch, and I kept it on till about midnight. I didn't know they kept going. I don't know why they would wait. At one point, Coles lost his video feed, yeah. and we could no longer see him, but he was still on the phone. Yeah. What, did he bend over to get a sandwich or something? Yeah, he what ran into happened? the local Target. <laughs> 
Coles is so awesome. He is the guy to have out there. He is just yeah. well, he's fearless. Ass. Yeah, he's fearless. He is. He is. Hail the flashlight king! Hail what the hell? You. you you're dead on about the lack of TV coverage and the idiocy taking place. The local stations will cut into just about any broadcast for 15 minutes to tell us there might be some hail in Fulda, or 20 minutes as it is raining awfully hard in Pine City. But don't bother with the worst civil unrest we have experienced in recent history. I love our local weather folks, especially Belinda, but you get my meaning. And where the hell is the National Guard? Be well, Bert. The National Guard sure as hell better be ready today. That's um, all I can tell CNN you. CNN just they showed a, uh, a photo of them at the ready. They're already in place. Yeah, and that they weren't last night is, a, is, a, is criminal, that they weren't ready last night. It's criminal. Okay, yeah. now let's it's discuss that. Fault, though. Let's discuss No, I know, I know, I know, yeah. The, the guard there. What does that mean to be ready? How far can they go? Rubber bullets or are we putting real bullets in? And yeah. someone is unfortunately, they're going to push themselves and they're going to die. Somebody's going to get shot. And that's that, Well, let's, let's hope for that not to I happen. I hope that Rook. doesn't it's, happen. It's my understanding that the guard is supposed to back up the local people and not use force. I, I don't know if that is correct. So, Gosh. Kenny, what you're saying is this would be a bad night to swing by your place and maybe bring you over a little something to yeah, eat? Yeah, cook some hot dogs well, in the backyard. Uh, I, I'd let you in if it was a meatloaf. Okay. Hey, uh, by, by the way, we brought up Coles. I also sent him a DM or a text yesterday. I wrote, head on a swivel, dum-dum. Don't get in the middle of a Donnybrook. And in typical Coles fashion, ha, ha, ha. So far, my assignment at the first has been very calm, but it did change later in the evening. So what? So at the third precinct last night, what happened was that anarchists took advantage of the fact that it wasn't being defended. Yep. It wasn't being protected. Going back to the email earlier in the show, anything important apparently had been removed from that, and the coppers withdrew. In the it, because a young leftist salon dweller who in, improbably enough finds himself the mayor of Minneapolis believed that if he acquiesced to the behavior, the misbehavior of the protesters, that would mollify them and they'd be done. Can the guy be that dumb? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Without a doubt. Yes. God he almighty. Is. He is. I've uh, I actually started Googling, and I got distracted on how you can uh, recall and or get rid of a mayor. Uh, what did I enter in? What's it called when we get rid of a president? Uh, impeachment. Yeah, impeach a mayor. And it's pretty tough. It has to be done by referendum, uh, referendum and I don't know if it's even possible. Why are Let you me trying ask to get you, rid of Joe? Let me ask you a question, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Good luck. <laughs> let, me, Go let, ahead. Me ask you, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, who would replace him that would be better? Here's right. my here's so, my fear. It's, it's a saying. It's an axiom I've developed. With each new mayor, we will regret the previous one. That will even apply true to to Melvin Carter. No one's running for office that has any GL blood in their bones. Who, if you bounce Fry tomorrow and walked him out of there? With his personal belongings, will you f name me somebody who could replace him that well, would bring order to the city? Certainly nobody on the council. Uh, no, they're all no. Un they're all very untrustworthy. That that's our problem. We have only one ideological ruling class in place in the Twin Cities. 
one. All Democrats. Yeah, it's a one-party rule. All Democrats. Every single one on the city council in the mayor's office of both towns. There is not a, there's not a countervailing word among them. There is no one that says, stands up and say, we got to have the buck stop now. They're not capable of that. That's not how they view their, their, their worldview does not contain that dynamic. Their worldview is sharing responsibility and building community and developing inclusivity and making sure of diversity. I just read something today about the wish list that the incoming mayor of Boise, Idaho, uh, requested from a team of 18 people advising her. Uh, and it, it oh. ranged from it, it's uh, sex education, pre-K through 12th grade, free abortion, uh, uh, 50% of all city uh, jobs held by women and minorities, on and on and on and on. There was not, it was, I, I instantly gave up hope that Boise's mayor will be any good. You see what we're up against here? Mm-hmm. Well, that's just you, you, the same thing happened when uh, Mayor Fry was called out on the plan, and he started saying, "We're in touch with the state, and we are in touch well, with the people." How about him saying he just bystand? <laughs> I've been in touch with Governor Walls, who, oh by the way, just filleted me on national television. Yeah. See these tire marks on my chest? Yeah, right. That's where Walls's bus just drove over me. Say, Royce's been having a lot of fun today. Uh, I had forgotten completely. That it was Fry, apparently, who, who carried the water for the precious tenants uh, of condominium dwellers in downtown yeah. Minneapolis who complained about fireworks after the All-Star oh, game. Oh, God, that's right. And, and uh, <laughs> Royce, he's been a great kick out of that. The city's on fire, and he doesn't do anything, but he, he had a really tough stance against those fireworks. Remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Unbelievable. These guys are just unbelievable. They're not guys. Speaking- Speaking of lighting them up, did you see President Trump? Oh, yeah. Trump's yeah. Yeah. God help us. Oh, yeah. God. Speaking yeah. of Royce, he had oh, one earlier today. It was two hours ago. Oh, it was in the Royce voice. At least we don't have city kids playing a horse at Minneapolis parks. Right. Right. That could be unsafe. That could be unsafe. <laughs> it, really, it shows you who you're led by. Yep. It shows you who you're governed by. They got did plans you? for a basketball hoop. They do not have plans to protect America's businesses, the town's businesses and livelihoods that pay you fools. Right. Mm. Uh, okay, I'm getting a text. We're going to be joined by Tom Hauser in about five minutes. But uh, wait, wait. Why Before not, we Kenny, go to a break, yes, I have uh, I have an announcement to make, and this will be brief. DKMags.com sells firearms ammunition and accessories that's the ad right there oh, i'll see you completely unrelated to the topic at hand give me listen, that website listen, again listen do i i don't that's need a to good say ad more, you don't need it we're all we're all saying we're, we're thinking the same thing firearm me non-firearm owners everybody in between people i know that have promised to never have one in their house they're shopping for firearms right now the events of this week have made it obvious that a whole to a whole bunch of people who never considered it 
that there's a good chance authorities are not going to be there for us when we need them the most. That's because our leadership has failed us. you got to go to dkmags.com, Old Aid up in New Brighton, or Monticello Pond and Gun. doesn't matter what angle of life you're coming from. These guys are going to help you out. They won't intimidate you. They won't mock your questions. They're here to help us and guide us, get us set up with whatever we need. 5% off if you're in the military or law enforcement. I thought you were going to do a short ad. <laughs> it's a shop run by GLers. Listen, I'm talking to you and your wife right now. There's only yeah. two people I'm talking to here. Oh, and Matt's kid. Yeah. And Matt's kid. Three people I'm talking DK to. DK Meggs came up today at home, Kenny. Gabe was, uh, yep, we got to go there. We got to go. I'll swing by and pick them up because it's a shop run by GLers, four GLers, and everybody else. Monticello Pond and Gun, DKMags.com. Now a man who's on more than he's on, Joe Zuzure. Say on a much more pleasant note, a much more relaxing note, EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake is back to normal business hours so you can get a bicycle, an electric cyst bicycle. Tuesday through Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., they're fully open for business, practicing the safe distancing. But more importantly, there are 100 bikes in stock and 200 scooters in stock. There are Bintelli e-bikes in stock, and you are going to find this important because biking has become such a coronavirus craze that bicycle shops all over the country are struggling to get inventory. Tim has taken care of that at EcoFund Motorsports. You will really enjoy a Bentelli e-bike with five levels of electric assist. You'll also get free delivery throughout the Twin Cities metro area. And if you uh, need service, EcoFund will pick the, uh, the bike up or the scooter up, bring it back to Forest Lake, service it, and bring it back to you. They love their GL clients, and GL, GLers love EcoFund Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake on Highway 61. There's going to be a rush on bicycles. There already has been, so uh, check out EcoFund. Maybe get up there tomorrow and take a test drive. Test, 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 test drive. It's, uh, let's talk to Tom Hauser of Channel 5, Joe. Woo. Oh, I'd love to. Tom? Joe, uh, I sense your frustration uh, at the Walls press conference. Uh, there seems to be a lack of plan, and I'm not sure that I, I'm even aware of one after this news gathering today. It it does seem rather astounding, and again, I'm you know not uh, being as objective as I can. Just I saw what unfolded on television last night and the night before, just like everyone else did, and. We just have the same questions everybody does. Uh, where's the plan? What's right. the plan? Right. Why was the National Guard called in with such great fanfare and then uh, invisible last night while literally a police department precinct burned to the ground? I, uh, and what, I'll, never, I'll never see something like this again, I don't believe. What I learned is that the National Guard failed to get any orders to act, which they would have been required to get from what? A local authority, police or sheriff. Is that correct to your knowledge? Yes, this, this gets uh, to be a fairly complex and, uh, and kind of bizarre chain of command. The local authorities can request the National Guard from the governor. The governor, as the commander-in-chief, is the only one who can activate them. He then activates them, assigns them to city of Minneapolis, city of St. Paul. Then it is up to local authorities to give them a mission. The governor says uh, they were not given a mission, although at one point 
uh, General Jensen did say that they were getting things together at such a last minute by the time they were ready to roll in. They did not want to go into unfamiliar terrain under the cover of darkness while protests were already in full swing. And because clearly they should have been in a perfect world on every street corner in those hot zones uh, as a deterrent. But instead, everybody knew the guard was coming, but nobody ever saw him until very early this morning. Well, that's a failure of epic proportions. It's just an absolute failure of epic proportions. In my theory, Tom, this might be neither here nor there, but it is here. The government's just too damn big. There's five, there were five agencies represented today at that press conference. It was like one of the coronavirus briefings where you throw it to so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so, and they never got their act together. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think, you know, the, the governor says now the state has taken control, but it's like taking control, well, in this case, literally, uh, after the fire has burned the building to the ground. Uh, you could use that. Third precinct is kind of a metaphor for the whole thing. I mean, right. they're now coming in, they're now taking charge, but the building has already burned to the ground. So uh, you've probably heard the news just in the last few minutes that the former Minneapolis police officer, Derek Chauvin, has been arrested. He is in right. custody of right. the BCA. I think that's part of a, uh, of a strategy to try to quell uh, more protests tonight. I think it's too little too late. The governor said he would announce by 2 o'clock whether or not they will impose a curfew uh, tonight. I, I would be surprised if they don't impose one. Enforcing it uh, might be another matter entirely given what has happened the past couple of nights. I don't I agree with you on the too little too late. I don't believe the arrest of Chauvin will have any impact whatsoever on the people who are breaking the law. They're not they're not out there behaving this way because they're in mourning for George Floyd. They're out there because they're opportunistic thieves and criminals and they they're, they're anarchists for God's sake. The 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 arrest of Chauvin will have no impact on them would be my Joe, estimation. Joe, it's, Ante- it's Antifa. They've they've moved in. They're yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, and then they don't, yeah, and you're right, they're not here uh, for a period of mourning. They're likely here uh, to rabble-rouse uh, in, in the worst possible way. And, you know, I did ask the governor, I, I thought it was just astounding, and I asked other law enforcement, we saw three journalists arrested live on television. We have not seen live on television the arrest of any of the looters right. or the arsonists who we've seen run amok for two nights in a row. In fact, not only have we not seen them arrested, we haven't seen police really anywhere near them. And right. to me, that is one of the most astounding things I have seen in, in my career. Do you feel uh, that you've got a satisfactory answer to your questions today? Well, I mean, I, I got the answer that they were able to give. I, I don't think anybody's satisfied with the fact that they said that the general from the National Guard says we didn't have a mission. Uh, nobody could be satisfied with that, but that's his answer. Nobody could be satisfied with the governor uh, saying, uh, that, you know, essentially blaming city officials for, you know, not giving them a mission because the governor, as the commander in chief, should have maybe insisted mm-hmm. that they have a, a clear direction. Right. What do you anticipate tonight? Do you think a curfew would make a difference? Uh, you know, I it, it is so hard to say, and I know this will sound pedestrian, but. One thing that might help is cooling down a little bit. <laughs> Sometimes right, the, hot weather yeah, yeah. makes people do 
even crazier things. Although in this case, I don't think there's any any stopping the protesters who are here and set on destruction and violence and that type of thing. And again, this is not to at all disparage the people, and there have been many of them peacefully protesting who have a legitimate uh, beef about what and beyond that. that, that that's uh, maybe a bit trite uh, for what happened to George Floyd. Uh, very legitimate issues, but it has now gone beyond that. And we are talking far more about violence and fires and looting than we are about George Floyd and how we keep that from happening again. And that's probably the saddest thing of all. So a lot of this will depend on if there's a curfew imposed. But again, I, I don't know how many people that's going to stop because even with 500 state troopers or 200 state troopers, 500 National Guard and local police, if there are thousands of protesters spread out all over the Twin Cities, I'm not sure how much they can do to enforce a curfew. Let me ask you one more question. You've been a, in a newsroom, television newsroom, for a long time. Can you explain to me the lack of coverage by 4, 5, and 11 uh, these past three nights? Can you explain to me why your news directors are, are not going wall-to-wall with this? Well, last night we were on from, uh, you know, and you got to remember we own a couple of stations. So on 45 TV we were on from 9 to 10, and then from on Channel 5 we were on from 10 until uh, 2 in the morning. And uh, I know I was flipping around to other stations. They were also carrying it. Uh, earlier in the evening, of course, we have so many newscasts. We were on covering the, the protests and the fires at 4.35, 6, and 6.30. There may have been an hour or two break in there where we didn't. Part of the calculus there, Joe, is that when you, when you, when you carry this uh, wall-to-wall, uh, sometimes it encourages more protests. Protesting mm-hmm. begets more protesting. People who might be sitting at home uh, you know, not planning to protest, then all of a sudden see uh, free TVs going out the door of Target. Yep. And then all of a sudden they go, well, why don't we go jump into that too? looks like yeah. a free-for-all, and nobody's doing anything. So that was what was going on the first night. Last night, I think there was much more uh, coverage than there had been the night before. Now, I was not privy to those exact decisions, but I do know we covered it very thoroughly because we're on the air with newscasts for two solid hours from 4.30, uh, so two and a half hours, 4.30 to 7, and then again from 9 until 2 in the morning. So we had several hours of coverage, and, you know, it, it, it was sad, uh, but we, we thought we had to show the people of Minnesota what was going on, but then you do have to draw that line sometimes about are you just encouraging more violence. I withdraw the question. Excellent explanation. Thanks, Tom. We look forward to your work. Okay. Thanks, Joe. All right. Thank you. You might well, also add, Sutray, that, uh, Kenny, you were right. Say it. Say it. Say it. Wow. Say it. He's like, Fonzie. Say it. You are right. No, you weren't right because your answer was a... Here we go. No. Part I love you. No, you weren't right. You weren't right because you said we can't get out there because of technological reasons. Hauser's explanation was far more plausible. Remember my how I went into that nonsense feel about not reporting suicides? It's yeah. the exact reason. So, you know what, Rook? You know what I just heard from the mayor? What do you got? I now have the explanation why he and Roycey have never won the game of flaws. Right there. Right, exactly. <laughs> the word wrong starts with a W, not an R. <laughs> Joe, just tell Kenny, you're wrong. 
<laughs> I'm not arguing with you. I'm just telling you why you're wrong. I'm uh, just <laughs> reading a text from a longtime friend who's a good thinker. It is quite silly and totally worthless to close the barn door after the horse is gone. I watched the press conferences of the two mayors and the Minnesota AG. Did they say we are going to arrest the arsonists and looters and prosecute them? Heck no. Why? Because it never occurred to them to say that. And suppose it had occurred to them to say that. Would they have said it? Heck no. The cops would have said, no way we can do that, boss. Our job when stuff like this happens is to observe and always from a safe distance. Remember our motto, safety first. He tends to be somewhat of a cynical fellow. Ah, <laughs> ah yes. And what, what he didn't hear at the Walls press conference today was exactly that. Uh, he didn't hear anyone say, well, let me just start over with a simpler way to say it. To the best of my knowledge, no one's been arrested this week. Well, no, no Harrington this morning said uh, overnight they arrested arsonists and burglars. Yeah, St. Paul was arresting last night. I used okay. to do it on the scan. Good. All right, good. Here, here. Uh, as a matter of fact, hats off to St. Paul. You guys did a hell of a good job compared to the, uh, the mayor over, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Let's uh, take a break and come <laughs> back with John Height in his newsroom. All right, well, then let me tell you about Live Wire Solar. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now that it's a wonderful, wonderful idea. You might think, boy, it's just too big of a project, but absolutely not. Live Wire Solar has been doing this for quite some time. And they can help you save money with a custom-designed solar energy system for your home or your business. Yes, business owners. They have a great financing program available when you call or when you install a system with no out-of-pocket costs and pay for it in four to six years with the money you save on your energy bill. Stop and think about that. That's about as independent as it gets. No out-of-pocket and your system is actually paid for in four to six years. It's a great idea for your business. If you want to save money on your energy bill for your business or your home, which either one, maybe both, you need to call Live Wire Solar. They're the Midwest solar experts, and they know all about additional local programs that could save you money. Yes, there's a lot of incentives out there. Most Live Wire Solar customers see immediate savings. Call them at 651-688-2400 or go online, LiveWireSolar.com solarmn.com for a no obligation analysis of your building and a report on how much money you could save. They'll do the numbers right there. Owners Troy and Tim, they're brothers, they're GLers, and they'll take care of your property. 651-688-2400 or go to livewiresolarmn.com. Tell them the Rook sent you. Call today. Flashlight. Check. Tool belt. Check. Attitude. Check. He's going in. Joe Souchere. Here's John Height. Brought to you by our good friends and proud supporters at Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. Boys, I got my new uh, lawnmower, by the way, from, from Frat. Yeah. The yeah. Prairie store. Yeah. A nice little Toro. Yep. Yeah. You barely do any work. No. Toros are great. <laughs> I feel so Perfect lazy. Health. I feel yeah. so lazy doing yeah. it. The yeah. Toro that I got from Royce's that we rescued from the shed, yeah. I'm yeah. still using it today. Gabe cleaned it up. It still work, it works <laughs> fine. That's what, four years? And by the way, if you're in the market for a new grill, uh, they will do free assembly, as yep. your sons have already Matthew done. put them together. Yep. And they will uh, do contactless delivery, and they will also recycle your old grill, all at Fratelloni's Ace Hardware. Damn. Here's John Height. Department of Public... 
Uh, thanks, Joe. Department of Public Safety Commissioner John Harrington announcing the arrest of uh, the officer in the George Floyd case. Uh, he has been taken into custody. That would be former officer Derek Chauvin. He'd taken into custody by the Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension uh, within the past hour as we speak right now. Floyd was pronounced dead Monday night after being taken into custody by police in South Minneapolis. That video that circulated online showed the officer holding his knee on the back of Floyd's neck for seven to eight minutes. Uh, state leaders talking with the press this morning about last night's violence in the Twin Cities. After a statement from the governor, Attorney General Keith Ellison spoke, and he was followed by National Guard Adjutant General John Jensen. Uh, Jensen told reporters the Guard did not feel like they were given any clear mission or direction. He said those directions came later. That's when they moved to start clearing the Lake Street area at about 3 this morning. Public Safety Commissioner John Harrington echoing those thoughts, saying there was an absence of a specific mission and they had to pivot on the fly as conditions changed. He then said they'd put together a coalition of law enforcement people who will ensure both the safety of residents and the rights of people who want to protest tonight. Harrington also called the event that led to all of this, the death of Floyd, a murder, saying that's what it looked like to me. Uh, fire crews moving throughout Minneapolis and St. Paul Friday morning after uh, that night of violence. In Minneapolis this morning, soldiers had created a barricade, were warning people they'd be arrested if they tried to enter blocked-off areas. Uh, last night, of course, uh, as we've been talking about, the 3rd Precinct Police Station burned down after being abandoned by police. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry responded to the damage in the city during a news conference early Friday morning, uh, said he ordered that to happen. Uh, did anybody watch that news conference? I did, and I'm really troubled by the line where he just said, it's just bricks and mortar. Right. Just brick Mayor, and mortar. no, that, that that's not what it just, I, you, I, I was bugged by that. Are you, you referring seen, to last night's, John? Yes, at 1 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I watched the whole thing. I, I have a new I'll, text. I have a new text from my cynical uh, friend that you might enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh you know, I'm very open-minded, so I'm willing to accept as a postulate that there are reasons for the cities like Minneapolis and St. Paul to have a police force. Does anyone know what they might be? <laughs> <laughs> that is nice and cynical. <laughs> no, another one, too. Another one from him. Any news on where the hundreds upon hundreds arrested for looting and arson are being held? Right. <laughs> Do we have an exact number of, of the arrests that have been made? At the I, press conference this well, morning, Harrington said they would have one by this afternoon. Okay. We're so, just going to put them all in the Bix Produce Building until, there we, you go. Uh, until we need it, since it's empty right now. <laughs> oh, oh, nice, rookie. Nice. Oh. Oh. Here he is again. On TV right now is Big Shot Donna Brazil explaining that this is all because of white supremacy. Just thought you should know, everything should now be demystified. Ah. But um boom boom <laughs> Uh, that press conference by the mayor last night followed a tweet from President Trump. Oh, yeah. The president, in his tweet, accusing Fry of doing nothing and saying he would send in the uh, National Guard. It also ended with the phrase that's causing some controversy, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. No, Don, we can't be saying that. Yep. Say, boys, yesterday we noted that Sharpton and Jesse Jackson were in town, and it gave me a chance to suggest that that that's pointless. They've never accomplished anything. Well, last night was worse than any night we've ever had. And that's the day of a, that they were in town. So they didn't accomplish anything. There. Uh, Thank you. Much. No, Got no, it. No, no. The, uh, if Jesse you is looking mayor's... pretty old, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, man. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Uh, well, if you watch the mayor's press conference, uh, it was somewhat disingenuous when he talked about the uh, Trump tweet. He acted like he hadn't read it, which he obviously right. had. 
Then he right, made the reporter he had a nice scripted answer. Yeah, yes, yes, the he did. answer was so scripted, and I just thought, why, why would you do this? Is this the only reason you're coming out here just to see if you can answer that? But it was, it was horrible. Yeah, almost it was uh, like a badge of honor that the president had acknowledged him, and he was here to stand yeah. tall for the city. Okay, well, Jakey, thanks. <laughs> the funny part was there were two parts to the president's tweet: one uh, picking on Fry, the number one part. And then the number two part of the thread, uh, the looters uh, looting shooting line. Mm -hmm. So the reporter read part two first, but that's not the part that Fry had rehearsed for. So he made the reporter read part (laughs) one. Oh, my word. Oh, my word. But the reporters were fairly brutal on old Jacob last night. They 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 really let him have it. Well, the rioting in Minneapolis and the Midway area in St. Paul garnered most of the attention. There were some problems in other areas, too. St. Paul's east side, vandals broke into Cub Foods and its liquor store at the Sunray Shopping Center. Roseville Police Lieutenant Erica Scheider said they received reports of looting at Rosedale Center, Target, Walmart, Cub Foods, Best Buy, Pawn America, and two cell phone stores. Retail outlets in Maplewood, including the Maplewood Mall, closed after reports of groups of people who were intent on looting. Uh, on the north end, up here by me, people threw rocks into the Burlington Coat Factory in the Northtown Mall in Blaine. They were stopped by a quick-arriving law enforcement force. The crowd then went across the street to Upon America, breaking windows and going inside before finally being dispersed. Have you guys uh, read... Dispersed, not arrested. That's the frustrating part. Yeah. Uh, have you guys read into the Amy Klobuchar connection with Derek Chauvin, by the way? Yes. Yeah, yeah. refused to prosecute. Yes. Yep. Boy, that's not, a, that's not a good look. She won't be the VP of this she's, country. Yeah, she's got no shot, no. Nope. I don't nope. see how. Has she spoken oh. publicly about it, by the way? Well, I think it's too she tweeted she, the first day. Oh, she she's did. Not okay, even, I'm sorry. She, here, she won't even win re-election. It's over for her. Oh, I, I think you're wrong there. I, yeah, I, I'm not going with that one, Kenny. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, I would love that to be the case and get a garage logician in there, but I think she's got a pretty solid grip on that seat. Uh, all bus service and light rail is shut down through Sunday night. Metro Transit spokesman Howie Padilla says they'll assess the situation at that time and issue an update. Uh, also, some folks who live in South Minneapolis and parts of St. Paul will not be getting postal service today. Uh, that is uh, shut well, down. Well, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> I know. Not getting mail. <laughs> right. It's ridiculous. Uh, and Target now has reopened most of the 24 stores in the Twin Cities that it closed Thursday afternoon, although six will remain closed. Those six, Minneapolis and St. Paul, and includes the Lake Street store, which suffered extensive damage from looting <laughs> in recent days. I don't think that'll ever reopen. <laughs> I was down there yesterday. John, did you see my video? I did, yes. Yeah, yeah. Kenny, was... were you the one telling me that the, the fire sprinklers ran for 16 hours? Uh, I did not say that, no. I don't know where I got that. Who told me that? Maybe were... the business owner in Minneapolis whose email I was... The, the store's not only destroyed, it's flooded. Flooded. <laughs> oh. Apparently, only firefighters can turn off a commercial sprinkler system because that would be an acknowledgement that they have, were there and had things under control. Right. Well, they were so busy putting out fires that the sprinkler system in that target ran for 16 hours before it was shut off. Oh, I'd hate man. to pay that water bill. Yeah. yeah. Wow. There are so many businesses affected by this. Uh, I realized we sort of say that. Uh, but uh, I, on Facebook, people I'm friends with who have stores, Vig Guitars in St. Yep. Paul, yep. Uh, he, he put basically a goodbye note on Facebook saying, oh. it's been great been great serving you folks, you know, oh. all these years. Damn. So, yeah. Oh. Is that what, your was, I know. I know. Well, John, why would, he, why would he hang it up? I mean, was, he, was his store attacked? 
apparently his store, he said he got a call from the alarm company, and it appears uh, the store may have been breached, so we say. Oh, no. Uh, now, I don't, I don't know if that's true, you know, but yeah. if it actually happened. Is but that your store, Johnny? Do you, is that a place uh, you go to? I have been there, yes. Okay. Uh, it's not my main store, but it's, uh, it's a great store. It's worldwide known. Oh, everybody I mean, knows it, yeah. A, 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 any musician that comes into town goes over to see Vig. And he just moved, uh, boy, I don't know, within the last year or 18 months. So it was what's, the guitar, what's the guitar shop on Cleveland and Fairview? Willie's. Uh, Willie's, yeah. I Not know, Cleveland, Clair, and Fairview. Cleveland. Cleveland and St. Clair. Willie's, Also yeah. very world-wide, uh, very yep. world-renowned Willie's, yep. yeah. Uh, we do have, let's see, some latest coronavirus news. Cities and states moved ahead with plans to restart economies. Uh, Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, signing an executive order allowing businesses to deny entry to anyone not wearing a mask or a face covering. I don't know if you saw this yesterday. Our neighbors, Wisconsin, canceled their state fair for the first time in 75 years. Hmm. And the Boston Marathon also uh, canceled. Uh, South Korea is facing its biggest one-day uptick in infections in more than 50 days, and now uh, they've closed everything up again. Wait a minute. The Boston Marathon is in April. They, uh, they probably delayed these yeah. because of Corona. Oh, so okay, right. It, it wasn't in April. Yeah. Got it. And so, uh, uh, anyway, in South Korea through June 14th. Uh, you may have seen this. Uh, did you see the guys hanging the effigy of the Kentucky protest, uh, Kentucky governor? I'm sorry. Yes. Oh. The other day. Well, the protester yes. uh, who who is leading that has been fired from his job. Oh, uh, I did see it from a tree and there were kids there. Yeah, right? it, was, it was a very strange situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and they had uh, Lee Greenwood's God Bless the USA playing in the background. Uh, and Lee's mad, too. So not only did the protester get fired, he worked for an auto dealer, uh, but Lee Greenwood said uh, he is furious that that song was played. He said he wrote that song to unite the country, not to uh, tear And the if there's one thing we've learned, you don't piss off Lee Greenwood. That's right. <laughs> he will come after you. <laughs> Horribly weird and sad story this morning. In March, Christine Tyler's husband died in the Spain hospital from COVID-19. Uh, the woman who is from Montana now can't locate the remains of her husband. Apparently, it's lost in the mail. She said her husband, Donald, be- <laughs> became ill during their annual overseas trip to Spain. Donald died March 19th, wasn't moved to a fleet post office in Spain for almost a month. Because he was an Air Force veteran who served in Vietnam and once worked as a federal police chief in Wisconsin, Christine wanted her husband's remains handled with military tradition. But when his remains arrived here in the U.S., Christine says they got lost. She said, from Dulles International, he went to Chicago. From Chicago, we have no idea where he's at. It's been a long road since March 19th, and I'm tired. That's a tough bag to lose. I thought all remains of service people, even ex-service people, were escorted. I thought they always had an escort. I did, too. I guess I I was wrong. Huh. A military postmaster has been assigned to the case, but Christine said she just wants her husband to be uh, buried with some respect and some dignity. So she's also reached out to some state senators about the situation, uh, but hasn't gotten any recourse. She's still planning a military service for her husband with or without remains. Uh, Johnny, this from Paul Bloom from Fox Mm -hmm. 9, tweeted about 11 seconds ago, just arrived for a news conference with Hennepin County Attorney Mike Freeman. We are expecting charges to be announced in the death of George Floyd. Former MPD officer Derek Chauvin now in custody. They've targeted 1 p.m., so in about four minutes, central for the start of this news conference, although yesterday they were about, what, two hours 
late for the start of that one, so I don't know if that's yeah, going to start then on time. Freeman bungled it anyway. Yeah, he oh, really, yeah. really did. Yeah. How about, by the way, did you guys see the video of the Minneapolis squad car going down uh, Hennepin, yeah. spraying mace yeah. out the window? What the yeah. hell is that? Yeah, that... I don't know if that was a rogue officer or what, but it was completely uncalled for. Those people were very peaceful. Well, and, and don't you think now's probably the time to not do that, you know, given the tension a, right. in the... If you didn't see it, it was a caravan of police vehicles that were going through a crowd. The crowd was well separated and dispersed, not blocking at all, standing off to one side. And the last guy in line just opened his window a crack and blasted everybody for a, a good five seconds as he rolled by at 30 miles an hour. Yeah. Very yeah. disappointing. It was right at the intersection of 5th and Hennepin by that light rail platform. I just I don't get why you would choose to do that at this time. Come on. R.T. Ryback um, has come out and called Bob Kroll overtly racist and a cancer on the Minneapolis PD oh, in the city. That was according to a tweet from Adam Carter on uh, Really? Kroll, did, Kroll said that? No, no. Ryback no. said that about Kroll. Oh. He oh. called him overtly racist and a cancer on the Minneapolis PD and the city. Oh, well, that'll smooth things over. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's a preemptive strike since he knows Kroll's going to try and defend Oh, good point. Uh, right. Officers good point, arrested, Johnny. that would be my guess. A beer has become such a rare commodity in Mexico yeah. that when it becomes available, police officers have to be called in to control crowds. <laughs> <laughs> that could happen here with the way we're losing liquor stores. Yeah. <laughs> it just happened at a VIP supermarket in one Tijuana neighborhood. The minute word got out that it had beer, people rushed to the store and lined up. Almost immediately, police officers had to show up to keep peace and order. Ever since Mexico ruled beer as non-essential during the COVID crisis, breweries south of the border ceased operations and beer became scarce before stores completely ran out of it. What Mexican government official made that boneheaded decision? (laughs) Alexis Gonzalez said, as he stood in line, I'm in heaven. I can't remember the last time I had a beer. Alexis then walked in and bought a 12-pack of Bud Light. Oh, right no. now, right now, only American brands and specialty beers are being sold. Even those have become a hot commodity in stores. Uh, Christian Maciel said, "I get mine from the other side of the border." Beer prices have doubled and, in some cases, tripled in Tijuana since last month. Some stores require a minimum purchase of 100 pesos, or about five bucks, before allowing customers to buy beer one 12-pack at a time. Hmm. In Michigan, a Jackson County Department of Transportation truck was heavily damaged a week ago when a naked woman broke into a Napoleon Township lot, stole the truck, and then tore away hitting a deer with the truck. Reason for the nakedness, do we know? We don't. Okay. Uh, There there is some speculation. Officers received the call about the crash near a home. Uh, Wednesday, May 20th, they arrived to find a heavily damaged pickup, a dead deer, and a woman wearing only an orange safety vest and hat that she had retrieved from the truck. (laughs) She's a party girl, isn't she? Sounds like fun. (laughs) 31-year-old woman told officers she was with someone earlier in the evening, if you know what I'm saying, who who had kicked her out of the vehicle and left her on the side of the road naked. Oh, walk of shame, huh? Unclear how or why the woman was naked, the police said. Uh, he suspects well, I can give it. I, I got a good idea. Well, one of the officers says he believes drugs and prostitution probably 
were involved. Oh, in this whole thing. I didn't even factor that in. And uh, that oh. that uh, <laughs> that press conference that I just mentioned a couple of minutes ago, uh, yeah. Amy Hocker yes. tweets out. We're live on the air in moments, Kenny, so you can watch it here, fox9.com. No, no. I'm just did kidding. she? No, she didn't say oh. that part, but yeah. They, she got <laughs> really excited. She, was. she did. Wow, but she, did, she did tweet out that they're breaking into programming to carry that live. She's a what? great gal. She's wonderful. I, I don't know how this works because I'm not a lawyer or a judge. Uh, what do you think he'd be charged with? Would it be murder or would it be second degree? Would it be manslaughter? Manslaughter. First degree is deliberative, right? Yeah, it has to be intent. Uh, well, what do you think his intent was? Well, <laughs> it looked intentional to me. Uh, from a lawyer, from lawyers I know, uh, they're saying he's toast, and the best thing he can do is uh, the best thing his lawyer can do is find some kind of deal, any deal. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, it's. He's, well, do you think that they would I don't plea? Think yeah, no, we're not going to accept a deal from him. Otherwise, this state will blow up. Yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. I'm worried about. That would be, yeah, he he no doesn't way. get a deal. Yeah, If Freeman gives him a deal, uh, Freeman will be next. Right. Well, well they already yeah. went to his house. Was it yesterday? Yeah. yeah. Well, the Oakdale police have been protecting his house. Mm. What about yeah. the other three? Accessory? I don't know. I have no idea. Mm. That's, yeah, I have no idea either. Okay. I, I was just curious if anybody would would have a thought on that. Um, Joe. Oh boy. What? He's yeah, out of material. What are you saying, John? Well, I'm what the hell? Take you long, Johnny. What have you been doing all week? <laughs> Twenty-five minutes here. Leave me alone, no, will you? Johnny, yeah, are you, news? Uh, have you been sitting uh, out in your backyard, John? I was in my backyard. Are you sober, John? I'm sober right now. Yes. Quite John, sober. John, sober if you're going to spend good. time, can I say a word? Uh, uh, John, if you're going to spend <laughs> spend some time outside in your backyard, oh, we'll get a hold of Mosquito Shield. There you go. Okay. Uh, it's M E Shield. Nope. What? M O Shield. I'm sorry. M O Shield dot com. Because that'd be Me Shield. Yeah, I don't mean, know how to spell a Mosquito. These guys. Me Shield. These guys are great. These guys are great. They're GLers. Uh, they're Ray and Mike, a father-son team. Uh, getting rid of mosquitoes and ticks is their expertise. They're not like other pest control companies that come in and just hose you down like your house is on fire. No, they target mosquitoes and ticks with a specifically formulated proprietary blend, which I normally would say is B as in B, S as in S, yeah. but no, it was invented by the founder of the company. These guys are treasured franchisees of the company. You cannot go into Fratelloni's and buy this juice. This no. is the special what? juice. And you got it at your house, uh, Reeves, and I, it works. I'm going to tell you right now, if you are like me and you live far away from the country's tallest buildings, it's a fair trade-off, but you do have to deal with the mosquitoes, call these guys because it makes Makes an absolute. I I could tell right away that they had been there. It makes a world of difference. Well, they stand behind their work too. So for any reason you need them in between applications, they'll come out and do an additional service call at no charge. M O Shield dot com. That's M O Shield dot com. Just click on locations and you'll get or give uh, Ray and Mike a call six one two. 619-1556. We're happy in Garage Logic to welcome them to our club. Welcome them to our club of clients and advertisers. And they're uh, we only we only have winners. We only have people that have product, products that, that work. The, the losers are the mosquitoes. That's what the losers are. are. Who think, is that? Freddie Mercury. Kenny's sober right now. <laughs> Kenny. 
M-O-Shield.com. Mosquito Shield. Uh, we'll be back. Thanks, uh, Johnny. Yes. Canopy cares as we go through these unprecedented times with COVID-19. At the Canopy Group, we remain open and 100% ready to service our existing clients and to discuss options for new clients. In an effort to keep everyone safe, we have eliminated face-to-face meetings. We have also set up many Canopy employees to work from home in order to generate greater spacing within our office settings. At the Canopy Group, we realize every penny matters. We have encouraged our clients who are feeling financially stressed to contact their mortgage companies, utility providers, auto loan payment centers, and see what payment deferral options they provide. Many do. We also encourage everyone to reach out to the Canopy Group and see if additional savings can be experienced with their home and auto insurance. If you have ever wondered if you are paying too much, now is a good time to find out. On behalf of the Canopy Group, we ask you to be safe during these times and contact the Canopy Group at 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. Hey, Pat. I'm at the protest, sir, it's, uh, or the rally, whatever it is, but uh, surprisingly small crowd out here in front of the Hennepin County Government Center. I might have a thousand, maybe, at the most. So. I had forgotten all about the fireworks incident, which is about all oh, yeah. that little twerp can handle is fireworks. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he ran on. Yeah. He ran on getting rid of the fireworks the next time the all-star games here in 2042 we won't have anybody shooting off fireworks oh. at 12 30 in the morning that time Dad. oh you can count on it baby there might not be a city here in 2042 but if there is there ain't going to be any fireworks i uh i didn't see it live but i did see it on replay when he's uh when the guy from channel nine who wasn't tom lighten but he was lighten-esque uh pushing him and uh and what's the plan? And what's the plan? Blank. He gave that blank look for about seven seconds, and then said, uh, "Referring to what?" Or something. I think burning down the city might be what they're referring to here. But, Pat, uh, Pat, we have made it. Uh, we have uh, had it made clear to us that the National Guard was here yesterday, but in order for them to have acted, they would have needed to receive orders from local law enforcement or the mayors or whatever they never got any contact yesterday they were what here did they arrive i don't know and how many did we have i think 200 yeah. or 500 they're yeah, gonna they're, they're gonna be needed tonight i'm afraid I, th- I think we need more we need more although i was at the press conference at uh, noon and it was fiery man mm-hmm. some of these uh, gals are great speakers and, uh, but it was the, the first speaker was interrupted like 10 minutes in to be told that, uh, uh the, the, the guy with the knee, uh, was, had been charged. And, right. uh, I'll say one thing, they, they were able to change the narrative quickly and say, we need all four arrested. So, yeah, but it was, uh, it was, uh, it was fiery. Jamie Fox, uh, only talked for about two minutes and didn't really uh go off much but steven jackson his buddy the nba player from uh and allegedly george floyd's big pal from uh, houston he right. was great man yeah he was great and uh it was uh 
it's uh, it's going to be ugly. I'll tell you what. We better convict this guy. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. Else they'll be uh, they'll make Rodney King's thing look like uh, fire, like uh, child's play when it's over. I don't know what they're going to do tonight, but they uh, they why didn't they declare a curfew? How about a curfew tonight? That's what I mean. Why didn't yeah. they declare like a six p.m. curfew? That's what I would do. Yeah, but uh, Jacob doesn't want to see like he's. Uh, well, what a weenie! Mm-hmm. What a weenie! Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's uh, that frizzy little hair of his, looking that unkept look of his. Uh, mm-hmm. He's uh, I've never seen any. I, I think his first response, somebody said last night when it was all going on, was a a tweet at twelve oh three saying this is unacceptable. Yeah, uh, now, I think we can all I think we can all agree on that. This, yeah, this is not acceptable. Yeah. So uh, Kenny, how far are you away from there? Uh, nine blocks. Nine blocks. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, it here we go. Here we go. <laughs> here, goes the, like, here, here we go. Sounds like BS, but Lake Street has always been one of my favorite streets because it's the funk, man. You get past Lindale, and then you you know be went to the Sears store. Now it's a little. They've done a little work uh, before this. The old Sears store, but uh, damn, it was fun. You got to see sights. You got to see you know. Good taco joints. It, uh, I drove down that many times, and many, many times. And been there many times. <laughs> I go to the Park Lake uh, car wash four or five times a year. Yeah, and uh, never get uh, stuck. Right, Patrick. No, you, uh, you can drive. You drive it out, and then they got it ready waiting for you. Um, when I step out in my back deck, I can see the smoke all wafting my way coming from Lake Street, and. Remember growing up in Folda, what your burning barrel smelled like? Is it snowing where he is? Shut up, Joe. Remember your burning barrel in Folda? That's what my house smells like. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was, uh, you know, I was driving down a couple weeks ago. I was driving down, and they were building that big apartment building up in Ohio. Yeah. I said, who in the hell wants to live on this corner? Yep. And I guess guess nobody's going to have to worry about that. What, it was supposed to be uh, low-income housing or something? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That was quite a bonfire. Holy cow, that one went in a hurry. Pat, Pat, Kenny said he's nine blocks. You know where I am. I could see yeah. the smoke from my driveway. Well, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was uh, you, uh, I, on you, uh, when we talked Tuesday, you said the city was going to burn. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, I give you, sadly, you uh, had a hell of a good prediction. Well, I didn't want to be correct. <laughs> mm-hmm. We just had a fellow here as the uh, protesters were gathering come down, which one is it? Uh, the one, the street that goes by the courthouse, is that third? And, uh, and uh, started yelling racial slurs out of, the, uh, out of his car across wow. the street here, and the cops went over and pulled him out of the car and hauled him away. So, oh, good. And, wow. and as an a, a African-American fellow was heading over there to punch him, yeah. And then uh, the, the cops intervened and took the guy away. The cops yeah. probably saved his life. The cops probably saved the guy. <laughs> Joe, when you're when you're out on your uh, driveway and you're looking at the smoke, which way are you facing? West. And you're over there on uh, you're on Maine over there in St. Paul, right? Is that is that where you are? Okay. No, I'm facing. No, now that you mention, I'm I'm east. I'm facing east. Uh, I knew ah, okay. I knew that he would know that. I, I, yeah. would, I would have to turn around and draw a diagram. I'm wondering uh, what is the uh, what is the road situation when i leave downtown here you think i can drive by kenny how do i get out there i think you're about to find out 
no, don't, Danny. Patrick, don't. Uh, Why? If you Why? Ins- yeah, don't. If you, in- if you insist, try to get yourself onto Hiawatha and then hang a left at 26th Street and try to sneak in Whoa, via yeah. 26. <laughs> well, as soon as you get out of the hail. <laughs> Yeah, I'll see. I'll, I'll say one thing I did do today. I uh, drove the uh, hard, the Volvo hard top, the ten-year-old Volvo hard top. Uh-huh. Instead of a Buick convertible down here, I thought I thought that uh, that one wasn't the proper choice in vehicles today. So I'm driving the old Volvo right now. Okay. What Are do you, you want me to? What huh? do you want me to tell you about the? What? <laughs> 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 big crowd. And I think Rook, find Rook, find Scotland, find Scotland, Rook. You're calling All from right. Scotland. Goodbye. I gotta go. Yeah, goodbye. Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. I'm up here in that chopper oh. with the cat up in the chopper, and we're not working hard. We're going to find out we're going to go to downtown. Such, <laughs> I, I apologize for telling you to shut up, but no, that's okay. Royce, he, just br- he brings out the worst in me, that phone. Oh, God. It's just so horrible. Last week, I thought he was in a lightning storm. <laughs> I'm like a lightning storm. Well, were you... Pat, were you experiencing hail today? Was it hailing where you are? Oh, yeah, crosswind, and I put the top God, did we need that today? Oh, oh God, help me! God, help me! All right, oh. let me tell my um my my dad's yes, story. I have, a, I have a story. Yeah. To oh, how tell. long is it? I got a ton of stuff to it, do. It's not long, but well, it'll... we're gonna wait till the scramble. We're gonna wait till the scramble. Oh yeah, okay. Well, yeah, right. let's wait till the scramble. Okay. Look, I gotta finish these. These are heartfelt. And we we yeah, must we must get these. We, Joe, I've tra- the. I'm sorry. The Go ahead, John. Against, uh, the charges against the officer. Good idea. Yes. Third degree charged. murder and manslaughter. That's correct. And third degree, I looked it up. Intention of causing bodily harm, but not necessarily death. Uh huh. With uh, no more than 25 years, if convicted. Uh, for just the one charge, right. though, right? For yeah. the one charge. And, and uh, they also said uh, there may be subsequent charges later, according to Mike Freeman. Anything about the other officers, John? Nothing. Okay. Joe, I've tried to understand the inequities our society and the mystery as they, and it exists, and I believe the mystery is a direct byproduct of it being too easy to eat in this country. If everyone had to work the way almost all of the people I know and I have to work in order to eat, these miscreants would not have the time for the BS, new green deal, pronoun, bicycles, light rail, racial inequity, and other idiotic reflections that allow them and us to drift off center as we as a society have done. The latest manifestation has finally brought me to the point of quit trying to understand. I left my home last night to check on my daughter, her husband, and my two grandsons. They are a young, hardworking couple and live off Lake Street. I had to have them leave their home and come to our house. They had to abandon their home and pray that it is there when they return, whenever that might be. The police will not protect them. The contract is broken, and the leadership of both cities needs to be replaced now. People will be defending their property now that our leaders have emasculated our police and fire departments, rendering them useless. The fact that the citizens of both cities are no longer who are protected and served means we are on our own, and the city councils, mayors, police, and fire chiefs need to be removed along with the governor for their failure to lead. 
This is as unacceptable as the murder of Mr. Floyd and in many ways more egregious. We need to take action before the streets of our city are running with blood. Anyone who has served in the armed forces has taken the same oath I did to protect this country from all enemies, both foreign and domestic. These are domestic terrorists, and we need leaders with the courage to enforce the social contract. We need to change our tune as the last two nights are unsupportable. I have to quit being tolerant now and may never be again. My family has been thrown out of their own home, and they are innocent and good. Best regards, Tom Cullen. That was a very good letter. Wow. Joe, greetings to Joe and the gang at GL. I have been listening to the podcast as I simultaneously watch news feeds detailing the devastation of both the Minneapolis businesses and the psyche of the people of Minnesota, quite probably the world. I find myself in a very odd position of being a firm atheist and yet being in absolute agreement with the Reverend Tim Christopher. His voice is a sounding bell of blunt truth and moral logic that needs to be amplified. Even if faith was taken out of the equation, I firmly believe the moral compass of so many of these people is completely ruined. What began as a powerful, unified message to the world that Minnesotans will not tolerate this kind of assault by our police ultimately turned into a very clear example of individual mayhem, greed, and violence. The powerful message delivered by the peaceful protesters was unfortunately shouted down by the rioting thereafter. As we saw, the unprecedented move to immediately fire the officers most closely involved started the process of justice. As you say, there is an explanation to counter what we saw. I would be shocked. Nothing that could be presented would justify the degree of continuous illegal force. That being said, our democracy and laws are based on facts and due process. What that can mean here is simply this. In order to ensure there is not a shred of room For the former officer to appeal or claim unfair prosecution, diligence must be done. It won't happen overnight, and unfortunately, the child mayor of Minneapolis missed the chance to say that. I hope more strong leaders like the Reverend can come forward to effect positive change for all of us. I'd go to the gun range any day with the Reverend. I'd wager I would even learn a thing or two from him. Please have him on again as his views are heartwarming. It may sound ironic for me, but guys, have faith. Cheers, Rob. I like that. Uh, Hail the flashlight king. It makes me sick to my stomach to watch what is happening in the Twin Cities, although I am safely an hour away on our farm. My mother was born and raised just blocks from Minnehaha and Lake. I have many fond memories of the once great city of Minneapolis as a child visiting my grandparents and later as I aged all of the things that a large metropolitan area has to offer. Those visits have gotten fewer and farther between in more recent years. The unwelcoming atmosphere uh, that has slowly taken hold is very much due to the ruling political class currently entrenched in power. The past few days... Uh, and especially last night, have certainly proven to me what you have been saying for quite some time, that the cities are being governed, I refuse to say led, by people who want to be seen as important rather than useful. The boy mayor looks especially inept by his lack of action and his overriding need to respond to Donald Trump rather than the thugs and looters of all colors, I might add, as witnessed on television coverage. By the way, what does this we will get through this quote mean? Is this Fry's grasp at a claim that everything will ultimately be okay? I fear that the boy mayor is shadowing the leadership style of the Roman Emperor Nero. I just wonder if he can play the fiddle as well. Longtime listener Fred from Spring Valley, Wisconsin. Uh, Joe, I watched an unbelievable human nature show live last night. The Twin Cities turned into a jungle. 
The arsonist and the looting breeds all stripes were in charge. The police were held defenseless by the fools who are supposed to be in charge. A handful of thugs were in control. It looked like terrorists burning down a U.S. embassy in a foreign land. I will be heading back to the Gulf Coast tomorrow. My friends there know I'm from St. Paul. I will not know what to tell them about my hometown. Good luck. Get out ASAP, Tim. Okay. Uh, let's take a break, shall we? How okay. about first? I know it'll calm everybody down, Joe Ooh, and the crew. Us, help us. Let's hand out everybody a pair of chill boys. Ooh. Won't that calm everybody down to feel good? Got them on now. You know, uh, I, I got mine on. Huh? I got a great uh, tweet from Anna. She said she bought some chill boys for her hobby. She sent out a picture and she said that she is happy to support. Any sponsors of Garage Logic? Thank you so much, Anna. We appreciate Wait, that. Now we're not soliciting people to send us a picture with their underwear. Well, this no, was just no. the package. Oh, yeah, oh, the package. Yeah, okay. yeah oh, very wait, good call, Rick. Very good call. The huh? the cellophane type. I got package. you. Yeah, not yeah. the cellophane <laughs> package. Not, I got the, package. not yeah. the whole. Thank package. you. I got you. Uh, yeah. Chillboys.com well, uh, is the website if you would like to place of, your order. Go no, ahead. No, Kenny, we're not speaking of packages. Oh, okay. Chillboys, specifically yours. I'm not wearing my chill boys today because I'm not wearing any clothes. Oh, attaboy. <laughs> and uh, later today, Johnny is about to get a special package delivered to his Finally. front door. I'm going to run his chill boys up to him. They are a local Minnesota company, and they are big-time fans of Garage Logic and already have uh, seen a lot of feedback from you, GLers. So thank you very much. If you want to own the hands-down most comfortable underwear you will ever have, Go online and visit thechillboys.com right now. Uh, they also have a very active Twitter account. And please, when you place your order, make sure you let them know that you heard about it on the Garage Logic Podcast. I keep repeating it. Hi. Hi. Not indoors. A little slow on the trigger finger. I keep repeating it because I can't believe it. At Schmelz Countryside, Volkswagen, Alfa Romeo, and Fiat in Maplewood, southeast quadrant of Highway 36 and 61, it's my dealership. Now, I don't own it. It's where I buy cars because I love Alfa Romeos, Fiats, and Volkswagens. Right now, 0% for 72 months on all new 2019 and 2020 VWs. 0% for 72 months on all new 2019 and 2020 VWs. With the deferred payment of 120 days. And this includes the 2020 Atlas Crossport, VW's new SUV. This is incredible. Go to the websites, Schmelz, S-C-H-M-E-L-Z, SchmelzVW.com, SchmelzAlphaRomeo.com, SchmelzFiat.com. Find the vehicle you're most interested in. Call Schmelz Countryside. They'll have that waiting for you, prepped, ready for your examination and test drive. Call 651-243-4316. Many changes will come about because of coronavirus, and one of the changes that might come about is it could revolutionize the way we buy cars with personal sales appointments. I, th I find that very interesting. Then the, you're, you're alone. You get all your questions answered. They don't have to hurry off and wait on somebody else. It's your appointment. Schmelz Countryside. Uh, 651-243-4316. Fantastic dealership. I'll be getting something. I don't know what yet, but I got to get something for winter because I ain't got nothing for winter. You got nothing. Nothing.
<laughs> you know what? This has been a tough day, uh, Reeves. Yes, sir. Hit, yeah, really has. Been. Hit oh, the scramble. That's hit right. the scramble. It's Friday. Hit the scramble. Boy, do we need a scramble. And then I have, then unfortunately, I have sad news for at least me and Kenny. Oh, thank God today is Friday. T-G-T-T-I. T. G. It is, and it's brought to us by our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. And if you have not heard, they did suffer a bit of a setback uh, at the South Minneapolis location. Oh, no. So the South Minneapolis store is not currently open right now as they try to repair and reopen. But that also includes uh, delivery in that area. But the White Bear Lake store is open. Open and ready for business. And if you haven't been, Highway 61, 4th Street, downtown White Bear Lake, it is a beautiful, beautiful liquor charming, store. Charming area. And if you live within that area, that delivery service at the White Bear Lake store is still operating. But they wanted to thank, they've already heard from a lot of people that listen to Garage Logic, and they're so thankful for uh, people reaching out and wondering what they can do. But Ryan and Tom both wanted me to personally thank you guys for supporting their business. And they are the best bottle shops in the Twin Cities, and they will rebuild bound from this and they will be open very soon al horseman wanted me to know this he must have known that i would be interested kenny yes sir the evan rude name is to be discontinued on outboard motors the legacy no good reason for that no good reason la valcourt quebec one of the best known brands of outboard boat motors has been discontinued with the company saying it fell victim to covid19 brp BRP announced Wednesday it was discontinuing production of its Evinrude motors, manufactured in Sturtevant, Wisconsin. The company said in a press release that the Sturtevant facility will be repurposed for new projects to pursue our plan to provide consumers with an unparalleled experience on the water. They did not specify what the new projects would be. Man, this goes back to Ole Evinrude. Uh, yeah. This goes back to the... Turn of the century. Uh, oh, it used to be Outboard Marine Corporation, uh, yeah. and they went under. And uh, they were, yeah, they were then owned by uh, BRP. I don't know what that stands for. This is according to the Biz Times, the Milwaukee Bombardier? Business News site. That uh, could Bombardier? be, yeah, Bombardier. yeah, it could be. What well, a shame! I've got a thirty, a thirty-five horse uh, Evinrude on my crap can pontoon. I've had more Evinrudes than I can remember to count, including some from the early fifties. Uh, Jeez, well, it's, it's what I've got on my. It's what I have on my '63 jet flight class yeah. on a '70 yeah. horse. Yeah. Oh, Evinrude! Wow, now it's just uh, me and my Johnson. Yeah, I've got a couple <laughs> of Johnsons too. Yeah, Chillboys.com. Yeah. <laughs> Rook, what's the Facebook update from Uncle Bob? Or well, Dad Bob. Uh, Grandpa Bob. Uh, Grandpa Bob. I haven't checked his Facebook to tweet out, but I have a story that he called me yesterday to tell me. Oh, these are great. Um, he decided yesterday it would be a good idea to hop on his scooter uh, and grab a, a white trash bag and ho- head over to Walmart on Robert Street. Okay. 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 And I said, Dad, I wish... Matt, by scooter, you mean mobility scooter, right? Yeah, he basically uses that as a four-wheel, all-wheel terrain vehicle (laughs) to go, you know, (laughs) miles and miles away. That's my Uncle Jimmy did. (laughs) They found him because they see it parked in front of some bar on 7th Street. (laughs) So he said... So instantly I got... He said, I've got a story to tell you about my trip to Walmart. And I'm thinking, no, no, Dad, why didn't you go? You should have called me if you need something. 
He said, no, I, I, drove, I rode up there and I went in and I, I got all my stuff and it's all in the trash bag. And he said, and then a lady tapped me on the shoulder from Walmart and said, we have to leave. There's been a bomb threat. Oh. And he said, oh, my God. So he said, but I haven't paid for my stuff yet. She said, you have to leave. Um, it, it, this is a bomb threat. This is no joke. So she ushers him out the front door, and he realizes about two blocks later that he kept all the stuff. He looted. He was the first looter. It's a looter. He's the first looter at the Walmart on Robert Street. But the lady she said, "No, just go. Just we're not worried about that now." But he realized that I'm a looter. I'm uh, the people I'm complaining about on Facebook. I am one of them. He's gonna well, send you know him what? an envelope with a check. Yes. You know, I, I I sense a little malice on. Uh, Bob's part. What do you got? Well, he took his own bag. I think he was prepared to stuff that bag with as much stuff as possible, hoping hoping it would get broken into and he'd have to flee. I think he might be right. He's not as innocent as he tries to make out, does he? Yeah, yeah. That's well, amazing. The last tweet or, or Facebook entry was, uh, I'm done with Facebook, and he was on five minutes later. He's been at it all week, so I'll pick yeah. one out and tweet it out let's, sometime today. Let's start calling him premeditated Bob. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, that's so great. The first looter. Only because they're sent to us all the way from Mumbai, India. Do I do on this date in Minnesota history, May 29th, from Tom Lyman, waiting out COVID in Mumbai, India. It was on this day in 1916 that James J. Hill died. He moved to St. Paul in 1856 from his native Ontario. And in 1919 on this day, Charles Streit of Stillwater applies for a patent for a pop-up toaster for use in his company's cafeteria. You know where that was invented? I guess in Stillwater. Prison, I think. Well, well his company's cafeteria. We I, have to look it up um, because I could, or maybe the prisoners made them. I don't okay. know. Not, I shouldn't <laughs> yes. have opened my mouth. Not no, it's a great story. It's really <laughs> important. Go to Google. Yeah, yeah. Forget to I'm not going to look that one up. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, boys, we got to stay safe yeah. and. I got to stay hungry too. We got to make a Grunhoffers run. One of us has got to get to Grunhoffers for uh, supplies to be laid in for the long weekend of grilling. And then next week, as the weather turns warmer and warmer, Grunhoffers, of course, in Hugo, the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. It's the one stop shop for meat for all GLers. And then there's that prime cut seasoning. Have you guys tried that yet? I have not you, yet. So that's the carrot get dangling there. from. Well, Give me a call who's ever going. I'm good for my share. I'll tell you what. I might even treat the staff again if somebody really? makes it. Really? Yeah. I think you should. I might. I Wild might. rice and I cheddar might. brats is what I consumed. Can Man. I? If, if you buy me a meatloaf, would that violate my week-long pledge to the officer that emailed in that I wasn't going to go get a meatloaf? No, because it's a gift. It's a gift. So it's I'm not off the you, hook. It's not you hoarding the meatloaf like Got you it. normally do. Right. It would Got be it. a gift from me to, the, to, to you. But uh, it's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats at the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. You can't miss it. It's our go-to place. It's fantastic. Burgers, steaks, brats, jerky, ham, bacon, oh, salmon. You, it's The list is endless. It's just fantastic, and it's all right there, and uh, they're in stock. And uh, if you can't find what you need in your supermarket, Grunhofer's will have it. Damn, it does sound good. Uh, mm-hmm. Regarding the toaster, I was 100% wrong <laughs> of course you were just one of the many lies i've told today yeah <laughs> was it strite who invented it 
Yeah. Oh, everything else was right except for yeah. the nonsense that came out of my face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what well, I learned? You, uh, just a bizarre uh, piece of uh, information. Do you know the Fairbanks scales? If you see a big yeah. old scale, it'll yeah. say Fairbanks yeah. on it. Yeah. That is yeah. Mickey's, uh, my wife's relatives. You're kidding. No, Fairbanks oh, came about in 1630. What are you two? Where's the money? Well, yeah. It's like Why being are you in the sewing working? machine business. There's no yeah. money in it. There's no money in it. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> Is it all, all very similar to the mask producing business? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. How's that? She's just giving them away. She's I bet even... that. I bet that's only cost me about five hundred bucks. So probably, far. probably at least. <laughs> but hey, you're getting away with something. Not a day goes by without a delivery of more bands and cloth material. As rookie pointed out earlier, she made her Garage Logic debut. Yeah, today. this is uh, yeah. episode number one. Well, she was playing Jimmy Olsen, Cub Reporter, running me down things that she didn't think I knew. Jeez. Accept the information with a smile and say, boy, you made the show today. That was really right. fantastic. Exactly. Well, be safe tonight, fellas, GLers, no guys kidding. and gals. Be, no uh, be safe. There's, there's, there's a bad moon rising uh, behind the scenes, unfortunately, and, and that I'm hearing about. The protests have already begun. The We're gathering. looking at a live gathering on CNN right now. Yep, stay safe, everybody. Protesting Fulfill. is one thing. It's the looting that uh, is yep. causing the problem. Yep. Fulfill your social contract. Are you not kidding? By going to podmn.com on your computer or on your phone app, podmn. You can find all of the podcasts. And you might want to let people know about the Garage Logic podcast. This certainly was another fine assembly and wonderful podcast. Let everybody know. Podmn on your phone podmn.com on your computer. We'll catch you next time. Garage Logic podcast podcast version. Cash? Yes. Podcast. See you guys. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now.